Hi guys, this is Sajuji from The Subtle Investor. Today is Friday, July 30th. And here's my short update from the world of investing and personal finance. There's been quite a lot of interesting and exciting publications this week on the macro side that I think you should know. But before I get to that, I just have to get this out of the way. I mean, what is going on with the Chinese stock market? It's gone totally crazy. Earlier this week, Chinese regulators announced a new set of rules banning some education companies from making profit. And it sent shockwave right across the whole market, especially hitting technology stocks hard. The Hang Seng Index, which captures China's largest companies, dropped more than 8% in two days. Tencent dropped around 9%, with Meituan dropping nearly 18%. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a great day for the buyers, but personally, for me, the way Alibaba continues to get hammered, no thanks to the Chinese government, I'm trying to keep myself out of any single company investment at the moment. Anyway, the central government spoke to global banks and other investors to calm their nerves and reassured that it will be the best outcome for the long term. Okay, back to some positives. The IMF, International Monetary Fund, released their economic growth update for this year and beyond. The global economy is projected to grow by 6% this year and 4.9% next year. They have upgraded growth forecast for the UK, now expecting us to grow by 5.3% this year, up from a revised forecast of 4.5% it made in January. This was helped by the country's fast vaccine rollout and reopening of the economy. Keeping up with the economic growth, second quarter estimate for US economy was released yesterday. And it is safe to say that the economy has now returned back to its pre-pandemic level. The country's GDP grew at an annualized number of 6.5% in the second quarter. And the reason why we, as investors, care so much about these GDP figures is that they are a direct contributor to expected stock market performance. It's really in the formula. So higher and better the number, better is that country's stock market return. Staying with the US, all eyes were on the country's central bank, the Fed. They met this Wednesday to talk about policy rates and inflation. As expected, they kept the short-term interest rate at 0 to 0.25%. However, the Fed chair acknowledged that the economy made progress towards the Fed goal of maximum employment and inflation, and the committee will continue to assess the progress. It basically means that the Fed is on target to raise interest rates according to their plan. I live in the UK, and even for us, what happens in the US is pretty important. Firstly, because US makes up about two-thirds of the stock market and they do really set the path for other advanced economies as well. So both directly and indirectly, it matters to us. Now back to the UK, let's mention a little about house prices. If you live in the UK and have been following the news, 
you may have noticed that the government introduced some tax break for home buyers due to the pandemic. What this has ultimately done is push up house prices even higher. But last month, this tax break was scaled back, and so everyone rushed to buy their home before end of June. And in nationwide July house price numbers, you can already see the impact as house prices dropped 0.5% from June. Although the signs are there that prices may start to cool a bit, but spokesperson from Nationwide suggested that demand for bigger homes will remain high as a result of the pandemic. I guess we will just have to wait and see, but definitely high five to those who managed to buy a reasonable priced home during the pandemic and to lock in a great low interest rates. Homes are a great investment to have, especially during high inflation. Anyway, that's all from me today. Stay safe and try to avoid the thunderstorms if you are in London. Bye!